Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 67. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of mental health and specifically when and why Jacqueline chose to take mental health and make it a priority for herself. So before we get into this episode, a quick disclaimer that we are going to be talking about mental health. Neither Kevin nor I are mental health experts, doctors, therapists, trained professionals. I'm just sharing my experience with mental health, what I'm doing to help my own mental health, and how I'm making my mental health a priority. These are all my own opinions, thoughts, and views. Like I said, neither one of us are doctors, but it's definitely important for us to continue having conversations to help break the stigma and to support mental health. So I know I talk about this all the time, about how important mental health really is, but it wasn't always the case for me. And talking about mental health and how I was feeling and my thoughts and my emotions was not always something that I talked about ever. And it wasn't really until I had someone tell me that it didn't matter when everything changed for me. Backtracking a little bit with losing over 350 pounds, being left with loose skin on my body, always constantly being told all you have to do is lose weight, everything you're struggling with, everything you're dealing with, everything will go away if you could just lose weight. The struggles with food didn't matter. They weren't talked about. No one seemed to care how much I was struggling, even as a little girl. The answer was always just lose weight. And I was put on diets as a child. I was always told you need to lose weight. I even had doctors say, well, we'll pay for you to have weight loss surgery because you really need to lose weight. And so never was it talked about why are you struggling with your weight? Why as a child are you struggling with weight? Why aren't you speaking up and telling others how you feel? Why do you keep turning to food? Why did you get yourself to 500 pounds in the first place? It was always just you need to lose weight. And I feel like right there's where that stigma started to come into play for me, where I started realizing but didn't know how to express it of because I'm overweight, there couldn't possibly be anything mentally wrong with me, whether it be an eating disorder, the relationship I had with food, there couldn't possibly be anything wrong with me because that was saved or reserved for people who are underweight. And if you were overweight, you just had to lose weight. And so I feel like right there, a huge red flag kept going off in my head, but I kept trusting these doctors and trusting these people and I was like, okay, well, maybe I just have to lose weight and starve myself and not eat and do all of these things they're telling me to do because this is what I'm supposed to do because this is what I've been told all my life that I'm supposed to do is just lose weight. Exactly. I think you fell into that stigma and kind of society's expectations and what they believed. And you didn't know any differently. You kind of fell in line with what everybody else was telling and sharing and doing because that's what you knew at that point. And so now that you have become aware of mental health and made it a priority to put that at the forefront, it's really been eye-opening to as to how you got to where you did. Right. And it's crazy to look back at all of those experiences that I was going through 
just how crazy it was that not once one person, one doctor ever brought up my mental health, ever suggested that I go talk to someone, ever try to get down to the root of the problem or the cause of why was I struggling so much with food? Why was I struggling so much with my body and my self-esteem and my self-worth? And looking back now, it's you see all these red flags of what was happening, but in that moment, nothing was brought up. And I think that's why for me, it's so important for me to speak up and share my story because back then it was even mental health was even more of a stigma than there is now. It was not talked about. You don't talk about your feelings. For me, I walked around with a smile on my face and told everyone I was okay because I didn't think it was okay for me to tell somebody that I was not okay. I didn't think anyone cared that I was not okay. Or if I brought up I'm struggling, it was always, okay, well, it's because you're fat. You need to lose weight. Right. And I think, too, there's another thing that goes with that. And it it was that you knew you were struggling, but you didn't know exactly what you were struggling with. Right. Or you didn't know to the extreme that you were struggling. Right. It was like I was crying out for help, but I didn't know what I needed help with. And the only help that I was offered was, okay, lose weight. And so it forced me to push all the feelings, all the emotions, everything that I had going on in my head aside because it didn't seem like it mattered. All that it seemed that mattered was lose weight. Right. And I think like you said, and you've touched on it, it's it's especially true when doctors have been doing what they're doing for a long time and they're stuck in the same stigmas that have been created by society for a long time. Like those old habits die hard. And I think that's one of the most frustrating things for you that you vocalized to me is that why was my mental health never brought up by any of these doctors? Why was my mental health never, not questioned, but why was it never examined? Or why was it never thought about, okay, maybe this is what's going on that's causing X, Y, and Z problems. And then it was pushed as, okay, lose weight and resolve X, Y, and Z problems without ever really establishing why it was a problem in the first place. Right. And I think that's the number one thing. If I look back on my journey, there's a lot of things, obviously, I wish I would have done differently. Things have gone differently than the way they played out. But the number one thing I wish that I could go back and change was even not even getting to 500 pounds in the first place was actually getting the mental help that I needed and talking to someone at that point when I hit rock bottom when I was 500 pounds and started talking to a therapist and trying to figure out why I was there and what I needed to do to kind of stop that cycle I was in. Because like I said, even after I lost, I lost close to like 365 pounds at my very lowest and I was still struggling with the same things. But yet here I was in a smaller body telling the doctors these same things I was struggling with But instead of lose weight, I was praised because I was finally, quote unquote, skinny. I finally looked good. I finally, in their eyes, looked healthy and happy. So there must not have been any other issues. Like you're struggling with your food. Oh, well, you're skinny now. What does it matter? You look good. You lost weight. You did a great job. There's nothing wrong with you. Right. And again, I think those are two things that you absolutely have vocalized to me that like you really struggle with at that point. You lost all this weight, but yet you still weren't happy. Right. It's like I physically was proud of myself for where I was in my body and actually feeling like myself without my weight holding me back. 
But to get into this body at this weight and this size, I was doing very unhealthy things and going to very drastic measures to get to this weight I was at. And I knew it was not okay. I knew what I was doing was not healthy and it was harmful. And I went the complete opposite extreme where I was before. And I knew that was not okay. And it was like I was begging for help. And all I was told was how good I looked and there's nothing wrong with me. Kind of keep doing what you're doing because it's working. You've lost the weight now. Right. And so I think that's what was so frustrating for me. And ultimately, I think added to me ending up gaining some weight was because I never got that help until I really had to push the issue. And I feel like that fight kind of started in me where... I had to make myself and my mental health a top priority because I knew at this point, after everything I'd gone through, no one was going to help me, that I had to help myself. And I think at that point, I realized just how much I needed help. And I had to actually love myself enough to give myself that help that I needed. So I think the real point of where I actually started making my mental health a priority is when I had lost all this weight, I was still struggling. I was asking for help and no one seemed to be helping me. I knew I had to do something about it. So at this point, I had a body covered in loose skin. I was struggling with body dysmorphia. I was struggling with how my body looked after all this weight loss with all this loose skin. Physically, I was in pain. Mentally, I was struggling with it. And I knew having the skin removed was the best decision for me, started seeing a bunch of doctors and every single doctor told me, you should just be happy that you lost weight. You don't, you shouldn't care about the loose skin or how much it's bothering you or hurting you or affecting you. It's good enough that you lost weight. Why isn't that good enough for you? And to have actually have skin removal surgery was a constant fight and a battle for me, but it was something I knew was best for my overall health and mental health and well-being. So I started fighting for myself. I started actually putting myself first. I made myself a priority and I didn't let those doctors tell me no. And it was after I had like one or two surgeries, I was still fighting with the doctors, still fighting to have these surgeries done. And I went to go see a specialist who was like the head of the surgery department. And she was there to evaluate the loose skin and I guess to determine if I needed surgery or not. And this was the turning point in my whole mental health journey was when she looked in my face and told me that my mental health did not matter. And that was the worst moment of my life. But I also feel, how would you describe it? Like it it sparked the fire in me. Absolutely. It was like an awakening. And at that point, you knew that my mental health does matter. And even if you tell me it doesn't, I'm going to do everything in my power to fix and grow and heal and recover from the things that I'm struggling with. Right. And I think that's the moment it clicked where it was kind of like I had all these flashbacks in my head going on like a slideshow of all of these things that were happening since I was a child and trying to be silenced or pushed aside, telling myself, everyone telling me that I just had to lose weight. It didn't matter. What you thought didn't matter. Pushing my feelings aside, turning to food. It was like a slideshow going on in my head where everything just clicked. And I realized, you know what? What's more important at this stage, more important than losing weight or gaining weight or going through skin removal surgeries 
is I have to do what's best for me and make my mental health a priority and not just focus on losing weight or gaining weight or what was going on, but actually get to the root of the issue of why I was turning to food, why I was turning to food for comfort, why I kept losing weight and gaining weight, why I was having this hard relationship with food. And I had to go to countless number of doctors, therapists. I even went to dietitians who told me to that's a whole nother story who told me to eat like 800 calories a day. So there's a whole bunch of things. But in my mind, I was like, you're not right. That's not okay. I don't agree with you. And I'm not going to listen to you. And it was this new awakening in me where I knew I was struggling. But I also knew that I deserved help. I deserved respect. And I deserved to get that help I needed that I was like, crying, begging for since I was a child. Well, I think that's one of the most powerful things is when you were all the way down and out and you had gone to that dietitian and he told you that you should only be eating 800 calories, that you actually had the wherewithal and the knowledge to know like, no, this isn't okay. I need help beyond right. what you're offering me and to keep pushing for that help. I think that's one of the most powerful things along your whole journey that you did was kind of stand up for yourself at that point and be like, no, what I'm doing is not okay. The answer is not to work out more. The answer is not to eat fewer calories. The answer is to go get help with my mental health. Right. And I think that's where it kind of all started coming together for me. Like I said, with it's not because I'm lazy or unmotivated or that weight loss is going to solve all the problems. It's really, I know enough that I matter and I'm important and I need to do what I feel is best for me which is why I started losing weight in the first place, which is why I started having skin removal surgeries, which is why I was fighting to get the help that I needed and finally found an eating disorder therapist. It's like it was all coming together for me of this is what I need and I'm not backing down anymore. And I'm not going to stop until I actually get what I need and get to the root of the issue to give my myself what I needed. And I think that's where it, comes for me where it's so important to keep sharing is because not only as a child was there such a stigma around mental health and eating disorders and my weight and my body, but even now and as an adult, it's still there and I still have the stigma. And now having doctors thinking that I'm lazy because I've gained weight again or don't believe me that I have an eating disorder. And there's so much that goes into it that we need to start having these conversations. We need to start talking about it more. Right. And like we've talked about many, many times, is it's it's that you are not the only one who's feeling these feelings mm -hmm. or thinking these thoughts. And if you can openly talk about it, maybe that allows somebody else who's listening to start thinking about it and have that conversation with someone else or with their doctor or with their therapist or to go seek help from a therapist. Mm -hmm. It's by you being vulnerable and sharing your journey, our hope is to help other people. Right, exactly. And I think I get this question a lot is, well, if I'm overweight and I'm struggling with my weight, is it okay to lose weight? Is it okay to be struggling and still trying to lose weight or be in that weight loss space if you know you're struggling with all of this? And I think what I tell myself now, because I'm still on a weight loss journey myself, I still struggle with my eating disorder. I'm still trying to get my mental health in a better space. 
But I think what it comes down to, it's all about mindset. And it's all about being aware of your feelings and allowing those feelings to come out and to be valid and to be heard and to know that they're important. Because if it matters to you, then it's important. If you're having these constant feelings or thoughts, then that's important and it matters no matter what anyone else says. And so when it comes to weight loss, I think it's really sitting down to thinking about why do I want to lose weight? And why am I driven to want to reach these goals? And really going deeper into that mindset of not just because I've been told I'm overweight, because I've been told I'm fat, because I'm told I have to lose weight. It's actually getting to the root of why. And if part of your why is because you know that that's something that's going to be best for you, not to please anyone else, not to please a doctor, not so anyone else will like you or to fit into society's stupid standards of what they think we should be. If it's something that you feel is important for you, then I think that's where that has to come in as being part of your goal, but not being the only goal. And I think that's the same thing with me is being an eating disorder recovery, weight loss is something you shouldn't quote unquote be doing. But for me, when when I look within and try to figure out what do I need to make sure I'm taking care of my mental health, that weight loss is a part of that for me. Well, I think that's not just mental health. I think that's physical health as well. Right. So I think there's a difference there between drawing a line of, okay, I'm losing weight for my mental health, but it's also, I'm losing weight for my physical health to be better, more healthy, and all of that. Because again, like you said, that's a slippery slope of losing weight for mental health. And are you doing it for the right reasons? Exactly. And does that become its own mental health disorder in the process of that losing weight? Right. And so I think that's where it really comes down to being open and honest with yourself if you are struggling, whether it be with food or anything else, and really getting down to the root of knowing it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for support. And if you don't feel like you're getting it, like for me, from a doctor, go to a different doctor, go to a different therapist. You deserve to get the help that you need because like I shared pretty much in this whole episode is weight loss did not fix my problems. Weight loss did not solve all of my problems and make everything go away and magically poof, I was better and everything was better and life was great again. It was really getting down to the root of knowing it's okay that I'm struggling. It's okay that I'm struggling with my body, with my weight, with food. And it's okay to ask for help because the more I kept telling people, oh, I'm fine, I'm happy, had a smile on my face when I was dying inside, That was only adding to the struggle and adding to the pain and turning to food more and more for that comfort. But once I allowed myself to know, okay, you know what? It's okay to cry. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to have bad days, bad moments, hard days. It's okay to ask for help. And I think that's that biggest turning point for me was actually fighting for myself and putting myself first because for so long I put myself last. I put myself in this little box of, okay, well, you're a failure, you struggle with this because you're fat and you're lazy and you're unmotivated. And I didn't have that confidence within to be like, no, that's not true. Right, and I think that's one of the biggest, I guess, pieces of mental health is that self-talk piece. Mm -hmm. Because truly, I believe the way you talk to yourself, think about yourself, feel about yourself is how you carry yourself out in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you talk negatively, think negatively, and feel negatively about yourself, that's what your body's going 
to absorb and take and do. Mm-hmm. But when you can talk and think positively, and like you've done and shown, make your mental health a priority and talk positively to yourself and think positively about yourself and do positive things, your body's going to accept that, regurgitate that, and use that to your advantage. And I think that's one thing that I think so many people, especially who don't have mental health as a priority, underestimate is the value of positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. And I think it truly goes with changing that mindset like Kevin was talking about in how you talk about yourself, think about yourself, view yourself, and not letting what others say put that on you yourself. And for me, it was... I was the shy fat girl all my life. That's just the label I got put. And deep down inside, I knew that wasn't me. But I allowed that to become my identity because I didn't have a voice. I didn't allow myself to speak up, to have the confidence to say, you know what, that's not me. And so once I kind of learned what others say about me doesn't make it true, just because someone says that about me doesn't make it a fact, just because I have that thought about myself doesn't make it a fact it really helped switch more to that positive mindset of thinking I may not be where I want to be right now, but I'm working on it and I'm proud of myself for doing the best I can. Just that alone helps me tremendously every single day is reminding myself you might be struggling in your body right now, but look at how far you've come, that you haven't given up, that you are doing your best, that you are working on getting to a place where you are comfortable again or happy in yourself. That's not just a weight. That's not just a size. That's not a number on the scale, but as a whole person where you're actually doing what's best for you, it's such a powerful feeling. Right. The other biggest thing that I think has been helping me is whether it be a comment from someone else, a comment on social media, whatever, if someone makes a comment to me or says something that hurts my feelings, it's not laughing it off and keeping it in and saying, okay, what they say doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. I don't care what they say. It's if someone says something to me that say they send me a message and it's a mean comment, I'll sit in the living room in my bed and I'll cry for an hour if it hurts. If they tug on those right strings that it actually hurts me, I'm now at a place where I allow it to hurt me. I allow those emotions to come out. And then when I'm ready, I can then say, you know what? It hurt. And I cried and I got all the emotions out. I screamed, I yelled, whatever I had to do. But then I can calm myself down and say, okay, I know that's not true. I know that's not who I am. I know what they're saying doesn't mean that it's a fact about me. And I can now move on instead of continuing to hold those feelings in and pretend that things don't hurt you or don't bother you. Right. And I think that's something too, the more that you go through that and experience that, some things move on faster than others. Because mm-hmm. for so long, people have said, don't let it affect you. They called you fat. They laughed at you. Oh, just they're not, that they don't mean that. Don't worry. Don't let it make you upset. When it's like deep down inside, it did upset me. And by holding those feelings in, it only made it worse. And it made me want to turn to food more. And so I think it's just a combination of allowing yourself to have those feelings, knowing it's okay not to be okay all the time, to cry, to scream, to yell, whatever you need to do to get those emotions out, but to remind yourself that you are doing the best you can by taking care of yourself, not just physically, but mentally, is a huge step in that right direction for starting to make yourself and your mental health a priority. And with that, I think we'd like to wrap this episode up by thanking each and every one of you for listening to our conversation today. Please make time 
rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts because that helps us out tremendously. There's one other thing you can do to help us out, and that would be taking the time to recommend our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value in our conversation. And if there's one last thing to remember, it's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.